I don't know what any of this shit is, and I'm fucking scared. First, you're going to tell me about this dying stuff. Sorry about that. What is a scientist? You caught me like I'm experimenting with science. It's like magic with electricity. I know that. I'm not stupid. I'm smarter than you. The smartest scientists in the entire world all agree science is a liar sometimes. Seriously, this could not seem less scientific. Those idiots don't know anything about science. It's science. I believe it's pronounced science. This is the least scientific thing I've ever seen. So I'm just experimenting with them? You'll be quiet. Thank you, scientists. And thank you, scientist. Under the guise of science, I'm Charles. Hi, everyone. I'm Chris. I don't know how long I can keep the NPR voice going. I like it. I was also thinking maybe just doing some different inflections and different words (laughs) where I normally wouldn't. Seeing how that goes for an episode. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> now what would you would you recommend me trying to hat for this episode? <laughs> that, that, that's going <laughs> yeah. That's going above and beyond. You're putting different emphasis <laughs> in different places. Oh man. I got to I'm not going to do it this evening, but I am going to do it to people randomly. And just try to see how long I can go without breaking. You should do a one out of every six strangers at work. <laughs> <laughs> one out of every six strangers is guaranteed to leave my job confused. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's too much. We can tweak the percentages, but you know, no, I'm fine with that. Okay, you're good. Yeah, they're already they're already confused when they show up, so let's just fucking let's lean hurt. into it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is that a Spider-Man Wu Tang shirt? Combo. Yeah. Nice. Swinging through your town like your neighborhood Spider-Man <laughs> is, is the catchphrase at the bottom. If I had to, if I had to pick anybody that I know to own that shirt. Again, yeah, there's a very small Venn diagram. <laughs> <laughs> it's like me and Inspector Deck, really. <laughs> but I guess he's in Wu-Tang, so he can't really, I don't know. <laughs> Although, in the words of Mob Deep, we play our own music. Yeah, yeah, we all on our dicks. So, you know. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> And they also say, oh. a whips be the bomb, a clothes be the same shit that we had on, fuck fashion, save looking <laughs> cute for them broads. <laughs> yeah, I like these guys. <laughs> like hanging out, not not getting dressed up, <laughs> right? being comfortable. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I wore these, I put these sweatpants on after lunch, I can wear them again tomorrow. <laughs> I changed my undies, it's the outer layer, that don't count. How does Mob Deep feel about naps? Uh, I don't think, I think hip hop in general, they're not fans of sleeping. They never sleep. That's true. Yeah. They, yeah. <laughs> and they, they constantly tell you, like, don't sleep. Yeah. Like, they just Eminem constantly said he running. doesn't even close his eyes when he sneezes. 
<laughs> which is also terrifying. <laughs> yeah. I, I feel like I definitely remember trying to do that as a kid just to see if you could do it. Yeah. I don't, I don't I think don't... it's possible. I think it's uh, quite painful. Not without getting your hands involved. Fair enough. Okay. Or yeah. tape. Bringing Lots in some outside interference. Um, did you ever do the thing uh, with tape, like in Pee Wee's Playhouse? Where he like wraps with his nose. nose? Yeah. Somewhat. Never to that degree, but yeah. It's fun. I highly recommend it. <laughs> <laughs> I can't tell you the last time I was around tape. <laughs> like it does, I don't cross paths with tape as much as I used to in my school days. <laughs> You it was and- like you always had it in your pencil case, and now I don't even have a pencil case. So what the fuck do I have tape for? It's like you and uh, after high school, you and tape just drifted apart and just yeah. never reconnected. You're living your own lives now. We were close for a long time, we were real close, but you know, no ill will. Like I wish tape well. There's nothing. If I see, if I see tape now, I'm like, hey, how you been? You know, everything. It's like we never never missed a beat. But yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> what it and is. it almost makes you wish you stuck together, eh? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Should have been double-sided. <laughs> You're as untrustworthy as double-sided tape. I don't know if that's a thing, but it could be. <laughs> like, let's just start saying why? that. Yeah, why is it untrustworthy? I don't know. Like, and don't explain <laughs> afterwards. Just, <laughs> just let's try to get that's that one the off point. the ground. Okay, yeah. okay. <laughs> I got you. You're still conveying the message, just the analogies off. But uh, also, we don't take follow-up questions on it. Yeah, you got to hop right to the next question. Well, right right to the next uh, yep. thing. Speaking of things, <laughs> <laughs> this is a show of ours. And we're totally going to talk about science. <laughs> yeah. This time, one science in particular. Last time it was a couple of sciences, but this time we're focusing on one. This is one individual science. Yeah. Um, the video we watched is, What if humans are not Earth's first civilization? The Silurian Hypothesis. Uh, firstly, even before we get to this video, PBS Space Time has some wild-ass video titles here. Like PBS Space Time is the reason why. Sorry, I'll let you finish. But PBS Space Time is the reason why we have a show. But go on. Oh, really? <laughs> that's that's how I learned shit mostly. Like, yeah, uh, Doctor Matt. I, I always get his. I don't know his last name, but he's uh, he's very yeah. good at, at science to English. So yeah, he, he's a large uh, portion of uh, why I can talk about any of this. What if space and time are not real? That's a Right out of the gate, crazy. Did AI prove our proton model wrong? How will we know when AI is conscious? Shit. Wow. Yeah, some some heavy. I haven't seen some of the recent ones. This one luckily came up on the algorithm, but yeah, some of those sound fucking wild. Might have to go back and binge. There's one on one of the uh one of the things we talked about last episode or the one before that. Uh where'd it go? It is uh, I was here before. No. God damn it. It was from a month ago. Okay. Oh, what if what if uh what if gravity is not quantum? Oh, uh, okay, shit. So they yeah. beat us to the punch. 
Fuck, I should have watched I mean, that before we talked yeah. about it. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like they're going to beat us to most punches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would imagine <laughs> it's, we're getting the trickle-down effect from whatever punches are being thrown. <laughs> whatever delicious punches are being thrown across rooms at each other. <laughs> So, yeah, after you finish listening to all of our episodes, including the backlog, go check out PBS Space Time and watch all of their episodes. And that should keep you occupied for a very long time. Yeah, and if you get confused by people who don't know what they're talking about, talking about stuff, you should see how you feel when someone they do know what they're talking about. Yeah. Tells you stuff. It's I, I zoned... Uh, like two or three different times, I was like, "Nope, back focus." Just because there's was, was so <laughs> many big words in a row, <laughs> you, you start yeah, thinking about other things. Like, it's kind of weird the way his shirt almost blends into the background. It kind of. <laughs> <laughs> oh God damn it! That was two minutes I missed. All right, go back. What was he saying? <laughs> ah, I remember this part. Yeah. yeah, there's a lot of that. So much. And he, he says words weird sometimes. Like, I'm pretty sure he said fragility. Oh, okay. So yeah. Fragility. Yeah. yeah. But frag. Fragility. I don't know if he's uh, UK or uh, Australian. Yeah, I think he might be Aussie. Okay. He, just based off of his accent alone, I did yeah, no other research. Accent. All right. Being that I am a master of all accents... <laughs> I would say that of the two of us, yes, definitely. <laughs> like if we had an accent contest. Oh, yeah, hands I'm down. Yeah. To... <laughs> I would bow down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would say no. Let's keep going because I want to keep doing accents. <laughs> sure, and I would be all. I would be on board just to try. <laughs> uh, Silurians, by the way. Uh, that is a Doctor Who reference. They are lizard people. Okay. So that's where that... You know, I, all the shit that we've given scientists for naming stuff dumb, it's like, all right, cool. Yeah, name it after something awesome. Like a cool established sci-fi thing instead right of calling here. it like... Oh, go ahead. So as much of a nerd as I am mm-hmm. or claim to be or whatever, I, have, I haven't seen a single episode of Doctor Who. I know not, zero about it. Except it's a time traveling guy that has played by different people. Yeah, uh, my wife has seen every episode. Oh she yeah, she's a big fan. I tried a couple of episodes here and there, and it just just didn't grab me. Okay, I'm I'm not I'm not opposed to trying again down the line, but but like I get enough periphery knowledge, like just from being being around her and right saying things. It's kind of like if you ask my wife about wrestling. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and she even knows all the words to the Big Potato song. She's got to be into wrestling. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> Takes a while to remember all that, but it does. You got it. Yeah. So anyway, this what video of science. He was. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> so I guess the idea is. Obviously, the, the, and they've uh, he even said this in the video. Uh, him and the two gentlemen who wrote the paper called the Silurian Hypothesis, 
don't necessarily believe that there was some kind of ancient civilization called the Silurians, but it's more about asking the right questions to say, if there was, what would we want to look for? And how would we identify that correctly? And really trying to like look at this seriously and take a scientific approach and ask the right questions and, and not, you know, just dismiss it out of hand, but to kind of, uh, you know, pay attention to that just because it would change our understanding of how life evolves in the first place. Um, I think he, he opens with the, or the early on in the video, they mentioned the Drake equation and that was, it's, basically a series of guesses i guess is is the best way to put it because there's not too much in there that's fact but it's just the drink equation is basically the probability of technological civilization existing so it has it starts off with things like inhabitable planets okay that we can see we can kind of get a number of that we can kind of get a, a measurement of that and so the number of planets and then those that can have life and then the probability of life arising on a planet. So far, that probability, as far as we can see, we have no clue. And, and then after that, the probability of a technological civilization arising. And then the probability or, or the, the average of the length of time of a civilization. So you multiply all those things together. The only thing that we know is that a technological civilization can exist. And as far as we know, it's one out of the biggest number you could think of. Yeah, one out of all of it. Right. We don't know how long they last because we're still in the middle of it. We don't know the probability of life period happening on other planets just because how do you see that? So, I mean, the how common is abiogenesis? We have no idea. Or we have one to go by. But if there was some other previous form of life before this or even actually the, the video opens before the drake uh, equation with that um the carbon that they found right it was in some rock yeah and the and the rock dates back to like 4.1 billion years ago and the, and this carbon could be uh it, it looks like there's more carbon 12 than carbon 13 which is usually an indication that it was involved in some kind of biological or, or biochemical process so they're at that point 4.1 billion years ago the the earth wasn't really um solid it, it was a lot of like the the rock reliquified it's at that point oh right yeah, yeah, that yeah whole that's thing. the hades epic or eon or whatever it was see i was the second the video started and even though i knew it was the wrong reaction uh, just as soon as he was like, yeah, this, this, uh, this amount of carbon that's in the rock from 4.1 billion years ago, like immediately just ha! fucking knew it. Ancient civilizations fucking video over. Got it. No problem. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's, there's a long road to follow from yeah. there. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm just so ready to believe it, but obviously this guy, because makes... that'd be the fucking coolest. So yeah. yeah. It's like Planet of the Apes shit. Like just yeah. the previous civilization just fucking buried under sand. What was it? What was that show? Dinosaurs? 
Not the mama, that whole shit. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that could have been real. I'm down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which, know. by the way, do you know how that show ended? Like what the last episode is? No. It's a fucking giant asteroid is heading towards the planet. And like the final shot is like them holding hands, looking up in the sky. <laughs> it's approaching and getting ready to hit. Wow. Them. Yeah. Right. That's a fucking heavy ass ending. Yeah. <laughs> That's worse than Will Smith turning the lights off. <laughs> Damn. Is it worse than Will Smith killing his dog in I Am Legend? <laughs> yeah. Just because it's everything. Oh, okay, not just the one dog. <laughs> yeah, it's not. It's everything everyone loved. That um, sidebar surprise, surprise. Um, They're gonna happen. Get used to them. Yeah, the, uh, there's a website. I think. Yeah, I think it's a website or something like that. It's it tells you whether or not a dog dies in a movie. It doesn't tell you anything about the plot. It says name of the movie and yes or no. Okay. So people can avoid watching that. Uh, yeah, that's I don't know. Sad. Who, I don't know who watches Marley and Me on purpose. I didn't know what I was getting into with that. I just was like, oh, okay, yeah, dog movie sounds cute. Yeah, ooh, I should have oh. known. They don't make movies, well, except for uh, what was the the two dogs and the cat that travel? Michael J. Fox was the voice of one of them. Oh fuck! Uh, Sally Field was in it. Fuck. Man, journey, some kind of homeward, homeward bound, homeward, homeward bound, bound, the incredible yeah. journey, the incredible journey. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's it. so uh, that one is a happy ending. But generally, if it's a dog, get ready for that dog to be dead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, Adventures of Milo and Otis. Remember that one? I do remember that one. That wasn't that just like footage of a cat and a dog and and. And then narrated by Dudley Moore, who That's also it, did the cat and the dog's voices. Yes. Hey, Disney Channel, growing up. That's awful. <laughs> <laughs> That's like some home video shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's what that movie was. What people do on TikTok now. Yeah. Like just do voices for cats and dogs and shit. It had to have been cheap to make. Like Dudley Moore was most of the overhead, right? I would assume so, yeah. I mean, I don't yeah. know what kind of contracts uh, the animals have. Yeah, that's you know, true. They... We don't know. There was probably not a union back then, though. Yeah, they didn't have anybody to like negotiate on their behalf. Like, you're getting top billing in the credits. Obviously, you're getting all the screen time. Yeah. You don't even see this Dudley Moore fella. That was a happy <laughs> ending too, though, right? I don't remember how it ended. Me neither. I just remember that it exists. Did Dudley Moore die? <laughs> I mean, eventually. Yeah. <laughs> Not during the making. Oh, that's good. <laughs> that would be crazy if he, like, he ended up dying with like really mysterious, like, pretenses, like during the filming of that movie or the <laughs> the voiceover of that movie. That thing gets scrapped. Definitely like at Bru that point. Like right? Bruce Lee level, kind of like. Yeah. 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 Oh, maybe that's what it was. Um, 
uh, the the dog and cat Yakuza had uh, Dudley Moore killed because the dogs and cats didn't get paid well enough. That's terrible. Yeah. You heard it here first. We figured out the conspiracy of how Dudley Moore <laughs> didn't actually die during the filming of that movie. <laughs> <laughs> but there was an attempted hit. He outlived it. <laughs> That's what I heard. Uh, so Silurians. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so anyway, but but the idea. <laughs> so <laughs> the thing that they found was four point one billion years old. Life, as far as we know, the earliest fossils that we could see were more like three point eight billion years. So there's a couple hundred million years in between the two of them. If this is real, if that thing is a couple hundred million years older than the first, than than the life that we've seen since, that would mean that like the spark for life is happens easier than we thought almost for it to happen twice on once and then get wiped out when that late heavy bombardment turned the earth back into molten rock. And then as soon as it cooled down, almost it's to start up again and, and get the ball rolling. Like it might be, if that was the case, now we adjust that Drake equation for the probability of life happening doubles. Basically the, uh, what was I going to say? Now, isn't there stuff that can live in like super hot or not in magma or near magma? Or... I think so. I don't know about in magma, but like then again, are we looking or... in magma for living shit? Are we? I don't know. But there is stuff <laughs> that lives in like atmospheres that would be toxic to us. Plus, or there's in... there's stuff that lives like at geothermal vents, right? Like on the ocean floor. Yep. Yep. Exactly. And that's kind of where that where abiogenesis is one of the hypotheses is that that's where it happened initially some wild shit um so drake equation drake equation doesn't bring up a class zero class one class two civilizations right no it's just generic the odds of there being something else like us out there okay what is the uh what is the other one that goes along with that? Uh, the Fermi Fermi paradox. Yes. What's that one do? Yeah. The f- so the Fermi paradox is saying if there's life out there, if there is intelligent life, and it's as common as we think it is, where is it? We look up and we don't see it. So that's kind of the uh, we should we should see signs of life out there if it's as common as as we believe it is. Which would potentially mean that either it's not as common as we think it is, or it doesn't leave the mark that we think that it should, uh, or it doesn't happen. Like the the Brian Cox thing that he said, just uh, I believe there's definitely life up there, but it's probably just slime. Exactly. That that was such a bummer. Like I was, I was hoping to like get more evidence of like, no, feel good about it, that there's possibly, possibly something out there that's also intelligent. It's like, hey. It could be, but I mean, it could be intelligent in the same way that like dolphins are intelligent. 
they're not looking to build shit necessarily. They're not looking up to the heavens. Like the the idea of technologically advanced that that I think is where it starts to get increasingly more rare. Right. That's fucking crazy shit. Yeah. And they were also so they were talking about the scale of stuff or the the length of things. So just here, humans, maybe three hundred thousand years is kind of like one rough estimate. But it's only been about ten thousand years that humans have had some kind of impact on the planet and been like the dominant species where we're building structures and farming and all that kind of stuff where we're changing the environment somewhat. And of that, only 300 of those years have been industry, where we're actually have some kind of factory where we're uh, creating this ton of industrial waste and, and really impacting the environment. So, I mean, that's it compared to these 4 billion year timescales. The, the 300 years that we've been doing that, the, the Fermi paradox says, you know, wh- where is everything that maybe that there's some kind of great filter that lies in the way that kind of uh, stops technological civilizations from expanding or becoming too big and, and going for too long. Maybe it's something like that, where as soon as we get some kind of measure of heavy industry, we tip the scale. And it's like, and just essentially yeah, that, collapse in on itself yeah. kind of thing. We change the environment too much to support everything that we're doing. Too much too quickly. <clears throat> yeah. I had no idea how much climate change stuff was going to get played into this. No, no me either. Yeah. yeah. But it, like, I saw the, lizard people. I was like, <laughs> like <laughs> yeah, let's watch this video. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like it, it's it makes sense as to why it all gets brought in. It's because that's the big shifts in climate changes throughout history is how they're able to detect uh, certain ages or epochs or. Yeah. The boundaries between. Right. What's what I thought was really crazy. So all that stuff that they're looking at, Mm. there's, it says Greenland and Australia there's two areas there that have rock that is that old where we can see samples of this kind of stuff. Most of the rest of the crust gets recycled every half a billion years, I think it said. Let me just make sure, yeah. Yeah, that sounds right. That's right. That came up in um, an episode we did a while ago now at this point. Uh, the one where we were talking about plate tectonics and stuff like that, but just uh-huh. how it's – yeah, it's it's like – like with the human skin, it's like every seven years you have a completely new, different set of skin, basically because you have because all the cells have been replaced with new cells. Right. Just the fact that there's every half a billion years the the table gets completely cleaned, and you start with a fresh fresh sheet of yeah. earth. And this is now this this isn't like ancient aliens built the pyramids type theories. Like this is bef- like way before pyramids this would have to be if something would arise up and have some kind of technological civilization for 500 years then a half a billion years later it's all gone just completely there nothing is left yeah like it's it's 
So half a billion years. So it's happened on each plate 28 times. <laughs> yeah, shit. That's a lot of recycling. Yeah. yeah. A, lot of, a lot of hitting the reset button. Wow. How do you... Yeah, like it's lost. Like whatever was there is gone. So there's... Yeah, there's not even a way to really tell with that at all. Right. Yeah. The, and there could have been other stuff. This is another number that I thought was pretty cool from that video. So there's a very small fraction of land that is available from before 2.6 million years ago. And currently, the amount of land that is, could be considered urban mm-hmm. on the Earth is less than 1%. So, like, if there was a civilization, however many, a billion years ago, let's say, and they had a similar type setup, less than 1% of the land would have been some kind of real impact of what they're doing, like an urban type structure civilization. And the the amount of land that's available to us that is older than 2.6 million years is so small. Like the odds of us actually finding something is, is just teeny, teeny, tiny. Wow. Yeah. Just with those numbers alone. So if we were to disappear today and another civilization comes in 500 million years, they're not seeing anything. Is it not going to, they're not going to find my hard drive with all these episodes on it. Um, they're not going to no, find... No, unless, unless we get to that shelf in Australia that's been around forever and put it there. And maybe that'll, that'll stick around longer. We should open a business there of, like, storing stuff for people uh, who want their stuff stored in case they're able to get brought back to life. You just why don't you put it on the old top shelf? That's what we'll call it. <laughs> <laughs> top shelf will store your stuff in perpetuity. <laughs> I like it. All right. Add it to the list of businesses. We'll, we're on our way, Australia. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be right over. We're just we're just gonna hop in this boat and rowboat all the way to Australia. <laughs> Australia is so fucking remote. It's insane. Like I don't know how um my algorithm on my phone figured out that I'm I'm probably somewhat amused or entertained by watching uh like the flight path videos that like they're kind of sped up and it'll give you the total flight time from one place to another. Uh-huh. And it's like the thing that you would see in the back of your seat or the back of the seat in front of you on a plane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. And yeah, just Anything that involves going near Australia, which is Australia or New Zealand, I guess, because <laughs> nothing else is near it. That's the whole point I was trying to make, I guess. <laughs> Southeast Asia, which is still kind of far. Yeah, it's it's like fucking yeah. 14 hours everywhere. Yeah. It's fucking nuts. And then it, they all just live on the coast. Like, even if you were to try to go to the west coast of Australia, I can't even imagine how many hours that would take because nobody's flying there. You'd have to drive it. Um, so some of those, I think that's where some of this stuff is found. It's like oh, in, okay. in that western or central t- towards western part of Australia. Perth isn't Perth over on like the west side of it? 
That might be on like the coast. Yeah, it's a, like yeah. The, and it's it's not a lot of it. Either. Now I gotta see fucking Perth, Australia on a map. Let's see where do Australians live? <laughs> oh, Australia. <laughs> Australia. Oh, okay, yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> so Perth is on the uh, southwest, uh, the southwest Cape, I guess. But yeah, it's it's that whole east coast, and then that a little bit on the north coast. And then that one spot, uh, Western Australia is just a national park, (laughs) which with that, I feel like it's just a cop out at that point. Cause it's like, we can't do anything else with this. So we'll just hang this sign up here in front of it. That says national park. And then people will have to give us money for it. Yeah. Nothing grows there. No one wants to live there. It's the worst. The emus, they don't like us. I never understood why there isn't enough, and it could just be that it's so inhospitable. But I feel like there's not enough research to live in like places that suck to live, <laughs> like making it better somehow. Like China, most of China is desert, and most of the population of China lives on the east side of it. And there's it's one of the most populated countries on the fucking planet, and yeah. everybody all just lives on top of each other. No, they are probably the most populated country on the planet, right? I feel like I, I feel like I remember hearing India might have passed them. Oh, That's congratulations, India! It's yeah. been China my whole life. <laughs> <laughs> Good job not pulling out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Moving away. <laughs> and no longer a subcontinent. How about they get their own continent? Let's promote India to continent. I like it. There's enough. They got their own thing going on. Yeah, it should be population density should define. Uh, Jesus yeah, Christ, how, crazy do I, with that. how do I forget that word already? <laughs> Continent. Oh, my God. No. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, back to the shelf. Yeah. <laughs> That's where they find that old shit. Yes. Oh, and, and speaking of finding shit, so like fossils in general. Fossils are fairly rare. Like the the fossilization process doesn't happen for most things. Like most of the stuff that we see, we found about 700 species, I think there is, of of dinosaur or things from, from that time. And remember, like we said last episode, dinosaurs were around for, I got it written down here, from 250 million years ago to 65 million years ago. So that's like... 180 million years of that species dominating the planet and we found 700 species again we've been around such a small time in comparison like we you wouldn't see us here's a good how many how many species are on earth right now there's a beetles alone that's gonna be <laughs> Scientists estimate that there are around 8.7 million species of plants and animals in existence. Uh, Around 1.2 have been identified and described so far. And you guessed it, most of which are insects. Yep. 
Not surprised. Most of which are terrible. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I, one of the really nice things about the winter is just the complete lack of bugs. It's so great. Agreed. I, occasionally, I see a fly on my screen that's just like holding on to it, and you can flick it, and it doesn't move at all. It's just, you know, I guess it, it's that's where it died almost, or is in the process of dying. Yeah. In the death throes. Hey, there you go. Death throes sounds cool. Yeah. Uh, There's no band named Death Throes. There has to be. Yeah. And then there also has to be a band named Death Rose. Like they're a little bit more gothy and gloomy. Okay. I would say. Just because you could say it fast enough. But... Yeah, Death Rose. Uh, yeah, it was the last thing that. so uh, i guess moving on to i don't know if you want to pull up that part of the video but i guess before we get there what i took out of the video was what they're looking for as far as or not even what they're looking for what what this paper was saying that if we were to look for a civilization like this the types of things that we would be looking for are those uh, hypo hyperthermal events or anoxic ocean events? Both of which have occurred naturally over time, um, and usually indicate some kind of extinction level event that again happened naturally um, for whatever reason. So the yeah, uh, anoxious ocean event, like that, would be like the Great Dying, right? Oh yeah, that was one of the biggest. Yeah, but there there's smaller ones than that that are more blips where things die in the ocean. But the that was a that was a big one. The Great Dying, obviously. That's why that's why it gets the coolest fucking name ever. <laughs> uh, and is is that so? Not noxious, like it's like N O X I O U S noxious ocean event. I think. A, a noxic. Oh, a noxic. Oh, okay. A noxic, yeah. So no oxygen. Ah, all right. Yeah. And no credit for the hearing the word wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, noxious. You think of like that's like poisonous or like you can't breathe it, right? Yeah. Yeah. No, this is just like the literal fish suffocate. Gotcha. I don't know why I said literal there. That didn't need to go. <laughs> That's just a filler word as I thought of my actual sentence. <laughs> Some metaphorical fish all died <laughs> during the great dying. <laughs> great dying? Not so great. No, it turns out. Yeah. Turns out uh, the grand dying makes it more majestic. <laughs> That sounds wonderful. Yeah, right. It's like high society um, extinction level event. <laughs> I, I like the and it's stuff like this, like the the fact that what we're doing now is smaller, smaller scale, but compared to that other stuff, and it's just a, a short term event. So where he was saying the the layer of sediment, so. Let's back up a little. All right. As these changes to the environment happen, um, 
the carbon in particular as that builds up in the atmosphere and the carbon 12 mixes with the carbon 13 and changes the ratio um and you get which again occurs carbon 25 correct all of it yeah yes. so much <laughs> <laughs> heavy ass carbon they call that but uh, it changes the ratio of uh, th- that carbon that's in the atmosphere. And again, this happens naturally or it can happen through uh, uh, our industri- industry and stuff like that. But um, so as that happens, sediment builds up in the rock as things die and, and it keeps a record of all that stuff. And over time, depending on how long these periods of anoxic events are or these uh, hypothermals are, you can see more of that in the rock. Like for the, uh, the, we can see a big one between the Cretaceous and the whatever comes after that tertiary maybe. But uh, that's where the dinosaurs, the, the asteroid impact happened. So we can clearly see that, all right, something happened at this layer and it was over a long enough amount of time. But again, humans have been around for 300 years so far. So if it was gone today, mm. the the amount of stuff in that sediment, I mean, millimeters, maybe centimeters, it would it would not be a very like it might it might be almost invisible because it's it's not happening for long enough kind of yeah. thing. Yes, okay. and, and centimeters. I'm guessing as I as I said that, I'm realizing no, you can see that. So. That would have to be over a longer time. So, yeah, it'd, it'd be even smaller than that. And the length of time it would have to be is like tens of thousands of years of this, right? For it to make Probably. Like a good thick, a good thick ribbon of pollution. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I think after the great dying, we, we can see it took like a million years or something for the earth to get back on track. It was like a long time where it was doing this shit and leaving uh, evidence of it. Jabus. I like ribbon of uh, ribbon of pollution. That's another good uh, <laughs> band name or song. Yeah, that, that sounds like an, uh, that, that's an alternative song from the 90s. <laughs> One of those bands with a message. <laughs> Boo. I'm trying to, <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to teach this stuff. I'm trying to, I'm trying to be right. cool. Sing about pirates. <laughs> Sing about blood. <laughs> <laughs> what was um, what was the pirate band? It's a uh, Hatebreeds guitar tech. Oh crap! Um, uh, drawing a blank. They were good. Yeah, I dug them. I love, always love the line, "Yo ho ho!" and a bottle of rum. The seven seas is where we're from. It's <laughs> <laughs> very easy. <laughs> Fuck, like that, that's gonna make it's like the the grog song or something like that. Alestorm is that them? That is a newer one. Okay, yeah, that's not the. Uh, that's oh, gonna make me crazy. I don't know. Oh. You do your know. own legwork, folks, and tell right. us. Uh, I'm not gonna. We, we've wasted enough time. I can't find it. It's gonna be a while. <laughs> maybe, maybe we'll share it via Twitter or something like that. 
I'm just gonna try one more thing. Grog song. Ah, damn it. Put in the Grog song and surprise, surprise. Millions of versions of Irish songs. <laughs> oh, we want pirates. Yeah, Irish pirates. <laughs> Are they Irish pirates? <laughs> no, I want nice. Irish pirates. Oh, okay. Irish pirates is kind of fun. It's fun to say. Yeah. And that's, that's what I base a lot of things on is how does it feel coming out of my mouth? Does it feel like this was fun to say it? Irish pirates. Then I, if it's fun to say, then I want to talk about it. All right. right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Because, yeah, it's like. Because you want to you repeat it. Like. Yeah. Um, we have a list. Lauren and I have a list of fake band names just on the fridge. And as we think of them. But one of them is uh, Graphite Giraffe Fight. I like that one. <laughs> <laughs> graphite Giraffe Fight. All right. Uh, it is fun. <laughs> there's. Uh, the subtext is butt sex. That's one too. <laughs> that might that I think that that feels more like an album name to me. All right. But yeah, that's... but it is it also also fun to say. <laughs> and then not necessarily as uh as fun to say as the two of those, but the subtle werewolves. Mm. Like they're they're more like indie band hipster indie band right like, ooh, subtle werewolves oh. yeah they're not the type to go out there and like win the high school basketball championship yeah. or something like that they're, yeah the more subtle <laughs> they're gonna surf on vans <laughs> they're low key yeah. <laughs> they don't bite beers open and Get the lead and gone with the wind. And <laughs> <laughs> right? Were they doing gone with the wind in that? So yeah, he was dressed up as some kind of a <laughs> colonial <laughs> civil war, yeah, southern war, general looking guy, revolutionary. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I don't know which war it was. It was one of them too. Fucking movie's insane. Yeah. <laughs> America, fucking. Hanging their laurels on those two wars is like me as a Jets fan talking about Super Bowl three. Like, come on, <laughs> let's get with it today. Show <laughs> <laughs> name, it's not going to live forever. No, he's barely even allowed on TV anymore. <laughs> oh yeah, because he harasses the girls. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was cool in the seventies, though. And then. <laughs> It's like, oh, now it's creepy. Yeah. Right? <laughs> like back then he had money, he had a little bit of style, and now he's like, oh, I want to kiss you on the mouth. And she's like, bro, I'm interviewing you. For places, like, I'm going for a promotion and shit. <laughs> 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 oh, by the way, dude, you're on fucking television right now. Just a reminder. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> This is Monday Night Football. It's not like nobody's watched. This isn't cable access. You're on Monday Night Football <laughs> sexually harassing me, for the record. <laughs> Literally on the record yeah. sexually harassing me. <laughs> right. And she's like, all right, that was Joe Namitz last time on TV. Back to you, Bob. <laughs> Back to you, Al. 
Oh, real quick. Have we mentioned the story about uh, when we saw Al Roker at the airport on this? We may have, but it's always a fun story yeah. to mention again. I'll tell it again. We fucking we're walking through the airport and across the uh across the thoroughfare onto the other side. Uh it's like where like all like all the stores are and shit. I see Al Roker. And I go, Oh shit, it's Al Roker and I kinda said it loud and he turned and looked, saw me pointing at him and like put his hand up to wave. And as he put his hand up to wave I said Nerd <laughs> Very loudly Like you said it kind of loud I said nerd very loud yeah. Very very like Everyone everyone looked at me loud <laughs> Which is what I wanted Yeah, that's... Which is the desired effect <laughs> I screamed nerd In the airport at Al Roker Making eye contact <laughs> Nothing personal Al It's it's it was a softball. I couldn't not swing. It was one of those type situations. I had to. Everything the stars aligned. Like this. I'm, I'm never gonna get a chance like this again. Yeah. When, when am I ever gonna get to call Al Roker a nerd to his face? Yeah. In front of a hundreds it, people. A hundreds? Yeah. A hundreds. And it was coming from a nerd, so I hope that's really, you know, like maybe now after all these years he's listening to this episode, he'll be like, oh, now it all makes sense. Yeah. Like, yeah. Got game recognized game, Al Roker. <laughs> yeah, right. Steel sharp and steel, Al Roker. That's right. Uh, it, it's great, too, because I wonder if in his head he was like, did that first guy just set me up? <laughs> I imagine he was like, what did he say? Ah, I don't care. And just went back with on with his life. That's probably most likely. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever he said, it's nothing a little bit more money can't fix. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He definitely has more of that than I do. Uh, so big. I still won though, right? Yeah, you won. Yeah. You're the champion. Yeah. You, you... That's right. Undisputed calling Al Roker nerd champion. <laughs> you did it 100% of Come the time. Come to the crown. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I dare you to try to top me, general population. <laughs> Go find out. <laughs> that would be amazing if we took off just for the... Uh, we went viral for being the show that recommended you call Al Roker a nerd. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anybody who gets an opportunity, please, please record yourself calling Al Roker a nerd in a public place and send it. It in. was fun. I had a fucking blast. <laughs> I laughed really hard. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So where are we at? <laughs> uh, let me see. Oh, so those hyperthermals, rapid peaks in the global temperature, usually accompanied by an increase in the carbon dioxide isotope that we talked about, mm. and then the anoxic oceanic anoxic events that are drops in the oxygen in the ocean. Um, both are actually happening right now. So again, they kind of spun into that a little bit, but it's tough to pin down the causes. 
Um, and the further back you go, as we see them, it's even tougher to pin down the causes of, of why they happen. But um, one of the cool things that uh, they mentioned was, uh, where was it? Oh, so there was a thermal maximum, the Paleocene-Eocene thermal maximum. That was the big spike. If you're watching the video, they show the one with that that first big spike of the thermal blah blah blah. Yeah. And then what? Yeah, so what was that again? It, it's just a period where the uh, average temperature on Earth spiked, shot up. It didn't rise along with the, everything else, and then over a relatively geologically speaking short amount of time, it spiked and then dropped back down. But now there's pretty good evidence that ties that one specifically to uh, there was a magma. What did they call it? Um, a magma pool, kind of, or a magma spot that because there's hot spots basically under the earth. I mean, the uh, Hawaiian Islands are an example of that, where it's just like a thinner part of the crust, and this you got this pressure, so you get these hot spots with these bulges of magma, and the crust moves over them. And so at some point, this hit a fossil fuel bed and just fucking cooked and released all this carbon gas into the atmosphere. Holy shit. Yeah. So that it essentially just made a huge explosion and fire and just burnt out like a bunch of. Think of like the longest, biggest barbecue, because that's essentially what it was, is cooking coal at that that level. Oh, see, I, I went all. Immediately to uh, oil or unrefined oh, okay. oil for that makes way more sense with it coals. Yeah. yeah, I mean when they say fossil fuel bed, I'm thinking ancient forest because that's the only way that there would be that much stuff in one spot that all right, okay, died and buried at the same time, that kind of thing. All to make a nice, big, delicious dinosaur barbecue. Yeah, <laughs> that's where they got the name. But, I mean, that and making cars have a similar effect on the atmosphere. That's nuts. Yeah. <laughs> and oh, another cool thing that they said. So, if you have a, a technologi- technologically advanced civilization mm. goes industrial and tips the carbon scales like this, it would probably wipe itself out relatively quickly. So, again, the record in the rocks would be nearly invisible. Or if you went the other way and this advanced civilization figured that out and and went towards not leaving a carbon footprint like we talk about now, mm. again, it could have been around even longer and also been invisible in the carbon record or in the, in the, the record in the rocks. Yeah, because if it's not, if they... It, not leaving that waste, yeah. not leaving a trace. Wow. That's fucking, that is neat. That's wild, yeah. Holy shit. You want to show that uh, thing? Yeah, I think it's about that time. That's that's kind of all the topics I had. But yeah, and this kind of leads into what ties that all together. So I'll I'll set it up. There's just a portion of the video where uh, the scientist is talking about, um, I think it's Matt O'Dowd, uh, is talking about things that we see and how there are equally plausible man-made or person or um, biologically made things that, uh, I don't know, what's the word for it? 
there's some shit that can happen <laughs> through biological means as well as natural non-life doing it. Yeah, na- naturally occurring versus uh, something creating artificial. Yeah, artificial. Boom. Thank you. <laughs> we got there. Two heads are better than one. <laughs> All right, I'll shut up. Uh... In Earth's orbit, characterized by the Milankovitch cycles, which we covered once upon a time, and which are correlated with past climate shifts. We can talk about that, and too. if a signal is not caused by the climate change itself, then it might share a cause with that climate change. For example, spikes in heavy metals or rare earth elements can come from the manufacturing of technology or be produced by volcanic eruptions, which spew vast quantities of minerals and metals into the atmosphere and oceans. Radioactive isotopes could be due to a nuclear program or due to a nearby supernova explosion. Layers of soot and particulates in sediment could indicate combustion processes from an ancient industry or come from widespread wildfires or an asteroid impact. These can send soot and dust into the upper atmosphere, eventually settling around the globe. And more importantly, can trigger a shift in the climate if enough CO2 is released. There's good evidence that the Paleocene-Eocene thermal maximum, the first and greatest hyperthermal of the Eocene, was caused by a giant magma zone intruding in a giant fossil fuel bed. So that and these... that length of time of that, like just by looking at the thing on the bottom, was probably around a million years of that. I yeah, I missed the bottom piece. But even even half a million were, years. Yeah, it was five point five. Yeah, 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 even that was is right. an insane amount of time. Right, that's so long. Yeah, just yeah. On a, a geological scale, or like in, like when he says a nearby supernova, for how the isotopes got there, like a nearby supernova is what? Yeah, nearby is air quotes. Yeah, like tens of thousands of light years away. Yeah, well, I mean, even if it's fifty light years away, it, that's close astronomically speaking, but in. That's nowhere we'll ever get or interact with. Fifty light years is is fucking far, <laughs> for lack of a better term. But it, I, I like, I liked where like towards the end of the video, like you, they're explaining like practical reasons to even write that paper, it, and it like giving the. Like just shifting the perspective of how you're looking at a thing, like the the thought exercise of all right, if there were people, if there were civilizations prior to us, uh, what would, how would we find it, kind of thing. So like we've been explaining, like the stuff in the rocks built up, and but then also shooting down your own ideas realistically, like in that he's like this. This could be caused by this, or it could be caused by this, like the naturally occurring versus artificially uh, brought on right. by uh, a civilization manipulating their environment. Yeah, it, it's almost like steel manning the opposing argument and then really debunking it or like like taking it seriously instead of just saying this is ridiculous, saying, okay, if this were a thing... How would we find it? Let's let's realistically look at it and identify some things, and then try to 
compare that to reality and see if, see if it's there or not. But yeah. And the, uh, like the idea of where you would use it, uh, even like not just on earth, like to then eventually, like once you know how to look for an ancient civilization, if you can figure that out, you obviously go to Mars and check Mars out and try to see if there's anything that you can find in the rock that will tell you a similar tale. Right, yeah. Did did that start to happen here? And then again, that changes our that that Drake equation at the beginning, or it changes some of the variables in the Drake equation. Yeah, because if it can prove that life existed at some point on Mars, yeah, that uh, that means life life gets going, and that could be cool. Yeah, and it, it's just. Again, the the scale of time that these things happen over, like we're just three hundred thousand years we have, and Mars has been around for as long as Earth, not as long as Earth. As long as Earth, yeah. I mean, I think the solar system in general is a similar age. Like most everything is about four and a half billion years or so. It's crazy. Yeah crazy shit well I was pulling for them I was pulling for the lizards it's not ruled out but the burden of proof is on the lizards whoever yeah exactly it's on the lizards the lizards have to prove so Lorian's got to show us otherwise show and prove that's right Um, this is neat though I dug it one other thing before we before we wrap, because mm-hmm. they mentioned Milankovitch cycles. Oh yeah, and just kind of glossed over. Hey, it could happen because of Milankovitch cycles. That's um, just basically that the Earth orbits the Sun. It wobbles. It rotates. The solar system moves. It, Earth moves. Or the entire solar system moves up and down through the uh, galactic plane, kind of as it, as it wraps around. So. Just all of this regular movement um, could lead to different alignments in certain with other planets or other heavenly bodies, or potentially with dark matter. Even they talk about that. So, like, uh, it's another hypothesis that just this kind of stuff just happens regularly. It, it's uh, every time the Earth is in a certain spot because it moved in a certain way through the through the galaxy and through the solar system that you know scales tip and shit rushes in from the Oort cloud or whatever the case may be uh, as in like it's like it uh, like uh earth passes into like a more hospitable zone like in its rotation or like that kind of or, or as uh, think of it the other way that there's certain times through the Earth's natural movement through the cosmos, that it moves into perilous. Oh, locations. okay. So it just gets the shit kicked out of it then. Okay. Yeah, exactly. And then there's periods where it's cool for a while and then everything sucks and reset. Fuck. Yeah. Well, let's keep out of that area. Which, yeah. No, I like I like where we are. <laughs> so far so good. Yeah, I like this. I like this spot in the solar system. Not too hot, not too cold. 
Oh, that's pretty calm. Just rice. Goldilocks. <laughs> yeah. Maybe that's why they call it that, right? Yeah, look at that. Two two good names of things. All right, scientists. Look at you. <laughs> <laughs> look at you being creative and not so literal. <laughs> yeah, Fred found it. We're calling it Fred. <laughs> <laughs> I like a good New Zealand. It's a revenue. Yeah, that's New Zealand scientists. <laughs> <laughs> uh, under the guise of science, guys always spelled G-U-I-S-E, at Gmail, on Facebook, and on Instagram. Also on YouTube, which I have to update. We're on TikTok and Twitter, at Science Guys. Tell us how you like things. Tell us what you want to hear. Tell us fucking anything at this point tell us tell us you're listening let us know listen to us and listen to farparf we'll see you next time are you fuckers